turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. The following program is sponsored by Rosenthal Wealth Management. Rosenthal is a registered representative offering securities and advisory services through Satera Advisor Networks, LLC, a broker, dealer, and registered investment advisor, member FINRA SIPC. Satera is under separate ownership from Rosenthal Wealth Management Group. Rosenthal Wealth Management Group is located at 9265 Corporate Circle in Manassas, Virginia, and can be reached at 703-330-3100. Chris McKay is not affiliated with Satera Advisor Networks, LLC, nor Rosenthal Wealth Management Group. Bob Jones is a marketing assistant of Rosenthal Wealth Management Group and is associated with Satera Advisor Networks, LLC. It's time now for Making Money Sense, live with Larry Rosenthal. Larry is recognized as one of the nation's leading financial and retirement planners and is here to answer your questions right now. Author, speaker, and talk show host Larry Rosenthal is dedicated to teaching others financial stewardship from a biblical point of view. Call Larry now. Studio lines are open at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. Making Money Sense is on the air. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to another edition of the Larry Rosenthal Show. And Larry, as always, who's in studio with us here. Good morning, Larry. Well, good morning, Chris. And how are you today? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. It's a beautiful day to be alive. You don't look like if you're on YouTube. You just you, something's different. I'm I'm not sure it looks different. It's, it's something looks a little different. Did you uh, did you get a haircut? Maybe I, I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. Maybe I'm out of town. <laughs> That's it. There you go. Undisclosed yep. location. That's exactly. Right. You know, I was explaining to a friend of mine the other day. He was asking me some questions about. Radio and different things and media and stuff. And, uh, you know, a lot of people end up uh, for many, many years now the ability with technology to do uh, radio shows and TV shows, for that matter, remotely. Yeah. Uh, you know, I know people that are on, you know, made cable national news that are not doing it from the studio. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's very, very uh, – uh, it, it helps. And That's you're wearing tennis shoes and shorts, right? You just – <laughs> yep, maybe, yep. maybe. Well, listen. Hey, good morning, there. Let's let's uh, let's uh, repivot. Let's, uh, let's start get rolling. over reboot. There we go. <laughs> yeah. Well, good morning, everyone, and welcome. Welcome to Making Money Sense. I'm Larry Rosenthal, your host. You can check us live on LarryRosenthal.tv on YouTube. That's LarryRosenthal.tv on YouTube. Hit that subscribe button and that ring that bell so that you get a notification each time we push out content or. Uh, you know, webinars or whatever the case may be, our live radio shows as well. Um, you know, speaking of webinars, Chris, we're going to have one coming up next Tuesday, February twenty first, right. from noon to one, and then again from seven, um, from six to seven p.m. Uh, both times are Eastern. It's the same content, okay? At at both 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 uh, webinars, it's free. You can go to my website, LarryRosenthal.com, and sign up right there. 
Uh, again, it's free, and what we're going to be doing is a, about a 10-minute market commentary, economic commentary update, you know, some of the stuff that came out with inflation and PCE comes out this week as well, just different things. Um, and then we're going to be going into some basics on charitable giving. It's going to be basics on charitable giving, trying to ch- explain to people how to give um, a little bit more tax efficiently. So, you know, each month we come out with educational material and webinars and, uh, you know, no exception this month. So it's going to be this coming Tuesday, February 21st, from noon to 1, and then again from 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern Time. There's no cost for the webinar. You can go there to my website, LarryRosenthal.com, and register right there. So, hey, this past week in the markets, we saw some more volatility, right, which is sort of the norm, if you would, over the last 18 months. We're going to probably continue to see more volatility, you know, up 500 points, down 500 points in a week. Back up again, that that type of scenario. We but keep what, trying to sweep the floor, sweep this mess up, and it still gets messy. I don't know we're almost there. We're not quite there. We're almost there. We had a little bit of a delay. You know, the, the January inflation number came out just one-tenth below what December was. December popped in at 6.5. January came in at 6.4 uh, on on. on uh, consumer price inflation, you know, but core PCE also exceeded expectations. It actually went up 5.6% year over year. So now what we have is we have a little bit of a, you know, inflation is definitely tracking downward. The overall trend is still moving downward, but we had a little bit of a plateau this past month. And, you know, you got to kind of wonder what, why, and, and where is all this uh, coming from, you know. But when you, when you take a look at, at what the markets now are, are considering, you know, we've been talking about this Fed pause, and that's still on the table. The Fed pause is definitely still on the table. Uh, but, you know, is it going to be March? Is it going to be May? Is it going to be June? When is the Fed ultimately going to stop raising interest rates? Or are they? Or is this January reading? Is it good enough for them to say, you know what, we're still not there. We're going to have to postpone it and continue a little bit further. That's still the same scenario that we've been talking about for months and months. Okay, uh, c- coming in. But you know, if you take a look at the economy now, the narrative is starting to change from a recession to a soft landing to a bumpy landing to maybe not a landing at all. And this is what you're going to start hearing now. We've been talking about this for, for a while in our, in our office, and now it's starting to hit the press. And so, so here's, here's where things look. You know, when, when you talk about the Fed bringing down the economy, in other words, inflation heats up a lot, right? So the economy is just exploding, right, with inflation. The Fed wants to bring it down. The question is, how hard of a landing is it going to hit? Is it going to hit so hard that it hits us into a deep, deep recession? Or is it going to hit so that it it takes us into a a slight recession? Or is it going to be a soft landing where it just sort of just lands and just keeps on cruising along and nobody knows, you know, nobody's, you know, really concerned and, and it really doesn't pinch people? The second one is a bumpy landing where it's shock and awe here this month, but next month it's okay, next month it's bad, next month it's okay, back and forth, or no landing at all. Which now we're seeing inflation coming down, but now we're also starting to see parts of the economy produce positive numbers again. You know, if you take a look here at retail sales was up, uh, um, you know, almost 3% this past month. And, and, and December numbers were revised up 1.1%. So we're starting to see parts of the economy start to, uh, I, guess, I guess you would say, still maintain its resilience, right? Same over in Europe. 
Okay, so so the it's going to be very interesting to see you know where how this how this ends up playing out because I I think the Fed is doing a very good job at 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 making these little tiny incremental changes in interest rates all along the way to try and keep intact employment you know if they if they just break the economy then we're going to get huge numbers of unemployment and that's something that they absolutely do not want to do so when you take a look at it and and you know just sort of bottom line this we're not there yet the markets are going to continue to be volatile but probably climb this wall of worry and let me tell you wall street analysts are all over the place we had multiple meetings this past week with analysts economists fund managers all kinds of stuff from all different places all over wall street and you've got the doom and gloomers, and you've got the people saying, nope, green shoots, clear skies ahead, and everything in between. What does that relate to? That relates to this. Be diversified, well-balanced with your asset class selection, okay? Keep an eye on your higher beta positions. You know, in other words, watch your risk in your portfolios. Make things are designed for your time frame as far as all that goes. Uh, so, so bottom line is we're still working this out. You know, and and the narrative is also changing, too, in the in the financial media that it's saying, hey, you know what? Instead of a possible recession in 2023, it may now be in 2024 if we even have one at all. And, you know, the the economy goes through this from time to time. Stay invested. Keep on going uh, with with your with your plans. Don't allow a short term interruption to to you know change your risk tolerance or your long-term planning with with everything so um you know with that being said we've got the debt ceiling in place this week you know um uh, mitch mcconnell the gop senate gop leader mm. came out and said you know the government's not going to default don't worry about it so you take a look at monetary policy then fundamentals equals asset inflation Next, let's take a look at some fundamentals right here in the past week. Right, we, We're just winding down to, re, to finishing up the uh, fourth quarter earnings of 2022. We've got 82% of the S&P 500 companies reporting. And when you take a look at blended earnings, which is actual reporting earnings plus estimates of the other 18% that haven't reported yet, we're looking to be at about a 4.8% decline in earnings from 2021 over 2022. We all knew this, that this would be an earnings recession this past year, or, or at least we figured, and, and it's you know, pointing out to be the case. But the good news is 2023 and 2024 earnings are estimated to be a little bit higher. So, you know, bottom line, and, and next week we have 27 economic indicators coming out. Uh, I'm sorry, 22. 22 economic indicators coming 22, out. 22, 27. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. You know, but, it, you know, it, it, it's, a, it's a good amount of information. You know, existing home sales comes out next week. Uh, second pass at GDP for 2022 comes out. U.S. total vehicle sales comes out next week. That's something that we want to keep an eye on because when you look at the inflation equation, vehicle sales is definitely in there, both new and used cars, okay? Uh, and then you look at PCE, which is personal consumption and expenditures, which is something that I watch very closely all the time, which is your personal income, Chris, and how much of it are you spending, right? Okay, that's, <laughs> too, what much, we're, too much. That's what we're looking at, um, you know, and, 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 and many, many more. So next week, 22 different economic indicators are coming out. Uh, so it'll be a busy week in digesting, uh, you know, economics and, and uh, financial numbers and things like that. So. 
So that's it for the market commentary. We're going to move on into Open Mic Saturday, which I absolutely love. Uh, give us a ring this morning with any of your financial planning or investment questions, estate planning, charitable giving, taxes, 401Ks, whatever's on your mind. Give us a call this morning at 855-ROSE-123, 855-ROSE-123, 855-767-3123. You're listening to Larry Rosenthal on Making Money Sense. We'll be back in a moment. You are listening to Making Money Sense live with Larry Rosenthal. Phone lines are open for your retirement and financial planning questions at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. More Making Money Sense in a moment. still too many countries that give little or no assistance to disabled children. In third world nations, these children could be left alone while parents try to eke out a living. About 10 years ago, residents of Prince William and Fauquier counties in Virginia formed Children with Disabilities Fund International. It focuses on the needs of disabled children. CDFI's current work in Jamaica and Kenya supports about 300 disabled children and their families. For some of these children, they're getting the care they need for the first time in their lives. CDFI recently began an individual child sponsorship program in an effort to better meet the needs of these disabled children. To choose your child to sponsor, go to thecdfi.org. That's thecdfi.org. Your gift will help transform not only a disabled child's life, but the lives of their parents and of the surrounding community. Go to thecdfi.org. Make a difference. Go to thecdfi.org. Get started with your financial plan today at LarryRosenthal.com or call right now for the Financial Planning Toolkit, 855-767-3123. That's 855-ROSE-123. This is the Larry Rosenthal Show. Welcome back to the Larry Rosenthal Show with Larry Rosenthal right here in studio with us. And if you'd like to dial in, the telephone number is 855-767-3123. That's 855-ROSE-123. And also make sure that you go ahead and subscribe on the YouTube channel, LarryRosenthal.tv. And Rosenthal, do that we can. Chris, I just got music. You got music? Oh, let me turn that on. Where's my music? How about now? Yeah, there we go. I thought we were still in the break there. Thank you. Thank you. So... <laughs> Yep. Hey, you know, the Bible talks about money and stewardship and things and giving over 2,350 times about in the Bible. Uh, that's a lot. And, you know, I was flipping through some stuff, and, and you know, we, we, want, we always want to remember who, who owns everything, right, and what our role of stewardship is. And, and in First John 3.17, the Bible says, If anyone has material possessions and sees a brother or sister in need but has no pity on them, how can the love of God be in that person? 
uh, in Hebrews 13, 16, it says, Do not neglect to do good and to share what you have, for such sacrifices are, are pleasing to God. You know, so just, you know, all we, as Americans, we tend to give the most uh, in, in the world, which is awesome. It's, it's absolutely awesome, you know, and, and there are different ways that people can give. And <clears throat> when you take a look at most people have, you know, a lot of people have money tied up in their home equity. They have money tied up in their businesses, assets, you know, other assets, and they have money in their checking account. And <clears throat> most people give out of their checking account. One of the things that we're going to demonstrate on next Tuesday in our webinar is maybe how to give out of some of the other assets that you have. You know, the proper use of life insurance when it comes to charitable giving, the proper use of, of donor-advised funds or pooled income funds or charitable remainder trust. We're going to go over some of the very basics in this webinar coming up. I'm excited about it because I have found over the years that people – don't understand some of the best ways to use the friendly part of the tax code when they're when they're giving to their charities of choice. So so stay tuned for that webinar. You go visit my website, LarryRosenthal.com. On February 27th, we'll be having two sessions from noon to one, and then from six to seven p.m. There's no cost uh, uh, there at all to to join that that webinar. So. Hey, you know, this past week we got some questions. Uh, I'm bringing back the old email bag, right? The old mail bag, Chris, that we used to have years <laughs> like ago. Remember mail that? Bag. Yeah, of course. Yep, we used to have all kinds of questions coming in. We still do, but, you know, uh, I thought I'd bring some good ones to the, uh, to the table. One of the questions that, that recently popped up was, can I use life insurance as an investment? You know, and, and yes, life insurance does, certain types of life insurance, I should say, does, does build equity. They do build cash values inside of them. And the, the, the tax code allows for, for money that goes inside life insurance policies to grow tax deferred. And you can actually pull it out even before 59 and a half uh, tax-free, your, your principal you put in and the earnings as long as the policy stays in force. If the policy ever lapses, then the, then you have to pay taxes on the gain. But the idea there is that you just systematically pull a little bit of money out each month to supplement retirement needs, and it comes out tax-free. The reason why is because you withdraw the money that's in there to your principal. You withdraw to your cost basis, and then you switch it over, and it becomes a loan against the future death benefit. And loans are not taxable. And so that's how the, the program actually works. So, But the question is, do you, can I use life insurance as an investment? Well, let me tell you this. There, there's a proper way to do that and a proper way not to do that. And first of all, you have to really boil down and say, you know, life insurance needs to be used for life insurance purposes. If you're going to try to make it as an investment, you have to understand a couple things about it. And, and that is it needs to be a certain type of special life insurance policy that has to be done, okay? Uh, you, and usually those policies are variable-type policies where there's uh, sub-accounts that act like mutual funds inside the contracts. And there you, you have a minimum amount of money that you have to put in to the policy for, peop for the insurance company to actually, actually issue the contract on your life for life insurance. There's a maximum amount that you're allowed to put in each year and in that the IRS says in order to keep the earnings tax deferred and then the withdrawals coming out tax-free, okay? So the problem that people run into is they, they hear this concept. It sounds appealing to them, 
but they fund it as a minimal basis, and they say, yeah, I'll put more money into it later, okay? Well, guess what? You really need to be thinking about how to fund that thing properly, and there's an order of priority here. You really want to take a look at, at funding money into a Roth IRA first if you're eligible, and then putting money into a backdoor Roth concept if, in order to get money in a Roth because that money is going to come out tax-free, providing it's seasoned as well down the road. But at the same time, okay, there's no cost for life insurance inside a Roth IRA. So you want to maximize the Roth IRA capabilities first and then look to overfund insurance because overfunding the insurance gives you the same types of tax-free income. It's done a little differently, but you also have the cost of life insurance built into that too. So if you really want to explore how to best build the tax-free income stream, you know, don't, oh, don't skip over the merits of putting money into a Roth, the different ways that you can do that before you go into that. So bottom line is on this question, can I use life insurance as an investment? You know, it has to be set up properly. You have to structure it properly. You have to really know what you're doing and make sure you have an advisor that knows what you're doing on top of that as well. Because last thing you want to do is, is have the policy lapse when you're 85 years old and get this massive tax bill in the mail. That would not be a fun day at all. So, so uh, you know, email bag questions. If you have any questions on anything, you can give us a ring this morning at 855-ROSE-123, 855-767-3123. Or during the week, if you want, go to my website, LarryRosenthal.com, and shoot us off some emails. I bring them on the radio show when I get some good ones. Uh, be be happy to do that. Another question that that recently came up was dollar cost averaging. Is dollar cost does dollar cost averaging really work? And the answer is yes, yes, yes. <laughs> there we go. So so listen, dollar cost averaging is is a process where you put money into investments or or the same investment. You put the same amount of money in each each interval every other week, every pay period once a month, once a quarter, whatever it may be. This way you're actually, over the long term, buying all of your shares that you accumulate at the average price. Some months the markets will be up, you'll get less shares. Other months the markets will be down, you'll get more shares. But it'll put you in the best position for uh, to get the average price over the long term. So so continue to do that. And one of the neat things is, and, and I, was, I was getting questions when the markets were, were at its lows last year. I was getting questions on, should I keep putting money in my retirement plans? And I was like, yes, please do, because you're going to continue to get more and more shares at a lower price. And, and so those are some of the things that, that uh, uh, you, you always want to continue to do. Keep feeding it, right? Keep buying more shares. It's not what your investment account returns today. It's the number of acquisition of shares that you get over the long haul. So, hey, let's go ahead and welcome Lisa on the line from the district. Good morning, Lisa. How are you this morning? Hello. How can I help you today? You 
buy to do with the dollars if you buy to do with the dollars if you buy to do with the dollars if you buy to do with the dollars if you buy to do with the dollars if you buy to do with the dollars if you buy to do with the dollars if you buy to do with the dollars if you buy to do with the dollars if you buy to do with the dollars if you buy to do with the dollars if you buy to do do with the dollars if you buy to do with the dollars and we see buy to do with the dollars if you 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 buy but also he will lose a stepped up in basis let's suppose you bought the home for i don't know three hundred thousand dollars and today it's worth seven hundred thousand dollars okay and you pass he now has the home if he decides hey i'm going to sell it then he's got the cost basis of three hundred thousand dollars and he would probably have to pay taxes on that four hundred thousand because it's not his primary living residence two of the last five years now the next thing is how do we move the house once you pass into your son's name and avoid probate and keep things tax efficient and protect any type of lawsuits along the way and that is what you can do is you can create a trust to put the house in name your son as the beneficiary now the trust owns the house so if you pass your son will receive the house immediately that 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 day he gets a stepped up basis so if you purchased the house at 300,000 and it's worth 700 he could sell it the next day he gets a stepped up basis meaning he can se- meaning he can sell it for 700,000 and pay zero tax on it and along the way he has no incidence of ownership so in case he does get sued for some reason they can't attach the pro- the, the value of that home the second way to do it is to put the house in what's called a TOD form. In other words, it says this is Lisa's house slash TOD, which means transfer on death. It's a beneficiary form. This way, if you pass, your son gets the house the next day. It also avoids probate, okay, and he gets a stepped-up basis in value, and there's no incidence of ownership to protect from a lawsuit as well. So both ways will work, okay, uh, in, in order to do that. So... So that's the we see that a lot, and we talk to people about saying, "Yeah, here's the best way to go about doing it." Okay, uh, just for those reasons right there. And if you want some information on that, I'll be happy to send it out to you on TODs and trust and stepped-up basis and things. But really, that's the answer to your question, Lisa. Okay. We can give you some recommendations on that. Yes, yeah, so so just how you put your son on the deed, you just reverse him and take him, take him off, okay? But but we need to make sure that you, you either do a TOD uh, designation to the home or you simply uh, create a trust, an, a, a revocable living trust, just a garden variety one, and put the house into the trust. You know, to, to, to simply avoid probate, um, the TOD designation form will work fine but if you if you had need to protect the asset or something like that or a family situation or or whatever then you might want to look at a trust and that's where more of a uh, personal conversation would happen 
uh, in, in, in a meeting, face-to-face or phone meeting or something like that. So I'll, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll, I'll go ahead. I'll put you on hold here, Lisa. Lisa, Bob will get your contact information. We'll send you out the information on stepped-up basis, TOD, trust, all that type of information. We'll have one of our advisors reach out to you next week and maybe take the conversation a little bit further. And then we can recommend to you an attorney or whatever it is that you, you end up doing as far as that goes to, to do part of your basics in estate planning, okay? Yes, you have a great weekend. Appreciate the phone call. You listen to Making Money Sense, Larry Rosenthal Show. Give us a ring at 855-ROSE-123, 855-767-3123. Hey, it's open mic Saturday. No questions barred at all. Anything on your mind from estate planning, charitable giving, Roth conversions, whatever it may be today, give us a call at 855-ROSE-123. We'll be back in a moment with more Making Money Sense. Listening to Making Money Sense live with Larry Rosenthal. Phone lines are open for your retirement and financial planning questions at 855 Rose 123. That's 855 767 3123. More Making Money Sense in a moment. And here's another Money Minute with Larry Rosenthal. Proper financial planning starts with a firm foundation. Don't jump up to the third rung of the ladder when you're trying to climb to the top of the roof. Make sure your insurance is aligned properly. Make sure you have the right types of homeowners, auto, umbrella, disability, long-term care, life insurance, just to name a few. Financial planning starts with a firm foundation, and that foundation is your insurance. Then take a look at your cash flow. Are you able to save money? Save it in the proper places. Retirement planning, traditional IRAs, traditional 401k plans, Roth IRAs. Make sure that the dollars are actually working for you towards your investment objectives. another Money Minute with Larry Rosenthal. We've all heard the more risk you get. You've seen and heard him on Fox Business, CNBC, and the Wall Street Journal. Larry Rosenthal is here right now to take your calls at 855-767-3123. That's 855-ROSE-123. This is the Larry Rosenthal Show. Well, welcome back to the Larry Rosenthal Show with Larry Rosenthal, 855-767-3123, 855-ROSE-123 to talk to Larry Rosenthal. Larry. Chris, another question that we received here recently in the mailbag, mailbag. of things, right, is will Congress ever change the Roth IRA rules on taxation, being tax-free once it's seasoned? Well, I don't know. Congress can do all kinds of Depends things. Depends on right? what they had for supper last night, I think. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, point is that right now, you know, if you t- well, e- e- here's kind of an answer here. I- if you take a look at the Secure Act 2.0 that that President Biden signed into law on December 28, 2022, right before, right after Christmas and before New Year's, it really extended. It really, you know, melted in the Roth 
opportunities even further into our tax code, you know, with the ability of 529 plans being able to be moved that, that way, the ability of 401k plan, your employer contributions being put in there, um, just all kinds of changes were moved toward the Roth IRA world. So, you know, again, you, if I had <clears throat> if I had a dollar to invest, I'd put a quarter in each diff- for the different tax systems, because the IRS is, views our money through four different lenses, if you will, when it comes to um, uh, ta- taxation. So you always want to make sure that you have tax allocation strategies in place. Uh, when, when it comes to everything, uh, you know, as far as, as savings goes. You know, if you can save money on your taxes, legally, obviously, then it's just going to produce that much more bottom-line dollars to yourself. So at this point, you know, no, I see them enhancing it further and further as, as time's going on right now. So let's go ahead and welcome Elizabeth on the line from New Jersey. Good morning, Elizabeth. How are you today? New Mexico, I'm sorry. I misread the uh, the sheet here. I apologize. Yep, yep, nope. Good morning. How are you out in New Mexico today? Sure, how can I help you? If you buy to do with the dollars, 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 if you buy to do with the dollars you know buy to do with the dollars if you buy to do with pay your mom for the for the home now <clears throat> essentially what your mom's doing is 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 could be called a sale leaseback which is perfectly fine it's a it's a technique that that many people utilize over the years uh, all across the country state to state doesn't matter you would essentially buy the mobile home from your mom now and now it gives your mom all this cash that she can help live off of and if she passes one day, well, then then you already own the property, okay? And then that money would go pass according to her wishes to you or any siblings or work charities or wherever she wants that money to go. So if your mom needs money, then you can do a sale leaseback where she sells you the property today and then leases it back from you for the rest of her life, pays you a small rent or whatever it is that you want to charge her. That's one strategy if, if your mom needs some cash today. If she doesn't need cash today and you want to avoid probate, just like I spoke with the other caller, you can you can have your mom name, you know, it, it's called Mom's Home Now, and you can make it be called Mom's Home slash add this transfer on death beneficiary form, TOD, transfer on death, okay, now the house now the house will avoid probate if she passes and go directly to the named beneficiary. And then you also get your stepped-up basis in value. If she paid, you know, a hundred thousand for it, and it's worth two hundred thousand now, there's no taxes on those dollars, and it avoids probate. Okay, so so because it it, it has a named beneficiary attached to it, uh, you can also add a trust to it as well. Uh, if your mom wants to put it into a trust, 
but but if if you're if you're wanting to pay your mom for the house now then you want to explore doing that sale leaseback where you you she sells you the home she can cash it you know she can have if she's single up to $250,000 of capital gains tax free if she's lived there two of the last 5 years so that's a way that you can you can infuse money into your mom's life as well so a couple different ways that you can go about doing it Okay, well, so here's the deal. Even if she passes and the house is in her name, you're still going to get the stepped-up basis in it, okay? It just gets messy because it has to go through probate. So what we want to do is have a legal means for the house to transfer, which would be a TOD form or put it into a trust, okay? So that's where we are now is going back to, hey, you know, how do I transfer this asset, which real estate's the hardest thing to transfer unless you do it properly, like, like like this, you know. So so I, I can send you out the information on, on the TOD and the trust and, and stepped-up basis and things like that, if you like, Elizabeth, okay? I'll put you on hold. We'll have Bob get your contact information. We'll have somebody reach out to you next week and go through it all for you, okay? Yep, you too. Appreciate the phone call. I'll place you on hold here real quick. You listen to Making Money Sense. Give us a ring at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855 855- Seven six seven three one two three. Let's welcome Jane on the line from Maryland. Good morning, Jane. How are you today? There's a couple things that you can do with that. Uh, what? Well, first of all, what does the language of the trust say that, that the house is to be done with once you pass? Okay. So there's a few things that, that we have to, yeah, there's a few things that we have to look at here, okay? One is, first of all, what happens if down the road somewhere you, you get ill and you have to move out of your house into senior living? Will you then sell your house to pay for the senior living? That's one dollars question that if we you have buy to do with the, the dollars if you buy to do with 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 the dollars it up most likely okay um so so it, it's really going to depend jane on what the language of your trust says and you can go back to the, your attorney and you can change some things around but we may have some other other planning techniques as well that that could help um so so let me let, I'll, I'll, boy there's a lot in that um 
But that's basically the, 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 the basics of the bottom line as far as what you need to do. Um, just change the trust as to who you want to, to name the house to go to, but we also have to have a contingency in place if you end up having to need that house, uh, the proceeds of that house one day, okay? Um, because if you end up selling the home, then then you, you're, you're changing the asset that, that you ultimately want to go to, your, to the charity. So you might want to just change the language of the trust to to affect both of those scenarios. Does that kind of make sense there? Yes. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm not an attorney, so I can't give you the exact you language, but I can help you walk you through the concept of this. And yes, so the trust document is basically limited by your imagination. What do you want to have happen? That's what you put into the trust. That's what you meet with the attorney, and, and, and he or she will then transfer your concepts into the lingual, le, uh, legal binding document there of the trust. So if you do need the proceeds, then, then, then ultimately at the end, whatever's left over can go to the two charities, right? Um, or if you pass away still living in that house, then, then the house can be sold and the two charities uh, split the, pro the proceeds up. That's all. So it really sounds like to me the starting point on this, Jane, is, is let's sit down and take a look at what's inside the trust right now and then roll through different contingencies if this happens or that happens you know, and, and things like that. That's all. So, yes, and at the bank it's called a POD, payable on death. Investments are TOD, transfer on death. But, yeah, that way whoever's your executor, it's just going to transfer so much easier than avoiding probate, okay? Now, as far as the checking accounts go, you know, sometimes a lot of people just go ahead and add somebody's name to it. That way they can just withdraw, uh, you know, because there's not a lot of appreciation on those assets. It's okay to, to kind of do that. But, yes, POD would, would, would then effectively transfer that asset directly to, to that person, not a problem. They will open up a – well, it, if the account is inside the trust, then they can use that as the trust checking account to, to finalize everything. And this is really where the craft of the – yeah, this is really where the crafting of the attorney will come into play to, to tie everything together. So we need to sit down and take a look at all the different assets and, and how you want them to transfer. So just sort of think about this. You know, just list out your different assets, savings account, bank CD, checking account, house, things like that, and just start writing a little sentence next to each one where you want it to go and what the title of it is now. And if you see something that, that can't transfer by means of, of contract or law or something like that, 
then we've got to fix that and put a little bridge so that it transfers over. That's all. So on the left side of the page, just the inventory of assets. Right side of the page, where you want it to go. And in the middle of the page, what's the mechanism to get it there? And if you see there's not a mechanism, then we've got to fill in that blank and take a look at the different two or three different ways to move assets from the left side of the page to the right side of the page. Okay, good. Wonderful. You too, Jane. Appreciate the phone call. Listen, I'll put you on hold, and Bob can get some info of this out to you all, uh, as well. So have a great weekend. You're listening to Making Money Sense. Give us a ring at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. You know, tune in uh, this coming Tuesday, uh, February 21st, from noon to 1, and then from 6 to 7 p.m., both times Eastern. You can go to my website, LarryRosenthal.com, to register for our Basics in, a, in Charitable Giving webinar. Lots of information. Trust me, this is just the basics of it. I could probably talk for eight or ten hours on all this, and nobody wants to hear that, right? Oh, I don't so know. I enjoy gonna... listening to you for a while. <laughs> yeah, we're just going to cruise through <laughs> about an hour. We'll do the first ten minutes or so on, on current markets and economic update, and then we'll give some education on basics in, a, in uh, charitable giving, uh, you know, how, how to use the friendly part of the tax code as well as really how to – Take a look at stewardship and, and using some of the assets that you already have that you're going, hey, maybe this kind of makes a little bit of sense to consider these things. So you can go to my website, LarryRosenthal.com, click on uh, seminars right there and register. It's going to be this coming Tuesday, February 21st. There's no cost for these webinars, uh, and you'll be able to ask questions live uh, in, in the webinars as well. So we're going to take a quick break here. Let's give, keep giving us a call this morning. Uh, at 855-ROSE-123, open mic Saturday. Any questions at all? We seem to be on the uh, estate planning heavy side today. That's perfectly fine. I'd like you to drive the content. 855-ROSE-123, give us a ring. You're listening to Making Money Sense. I'm Larry Rosenthal. We'll be back in a moment. To Making Money Sense live with Larry Rosenthal. Phone lines are open for your retirement and financial planning questions at 855 Rose 123. That's 855 767 3123. More Making Money Sense in a moment. There are still too many countries that give little or no assistance to disabled children. In third world nations, these children could be left alone while parents try to eke out a living. About 10 years ago, residents of Prince William and Fauquier counties in Virginia formed Children with Disabilities Fund International. It focuses on the needs of disabled children. CDFI's current work in Jamaica and Kenya supports about 300 disabled children and their families. For some of these children, they're getting the care they need for the first time in their lives. CDFI recently began an individual child sponsorship program in an effort to better meet the needs of these disabled children. To choose your child to sponsor, go to thecdfi.org. That's thecdfi.org. Your gift will help transform not only a disabled child's life, but the lives of their parents and of the surrounding community. 
Go to thecdfi.org. Make a difference. Go to thecdfi.org. Well, I appreciate you tuning in to Making Money Sense with Larry Rosenthal. Larry is here in the studio with us every Saturday morning, 855-767-3123. Having a little difficulty with caller audio here on YouTube, it sounds like, and on, and on WABA, so we're... We're working on that little problem there, Larry, but we'll we'll get it fixed as soon as we can. You know? What's the problem? Oh, the the audio of the callers is not going out over the air. We're able to hear them, but uh, there's just a, some little glitch in the system. You know, working on it. See if we can get it. Fixed so they can't you. hear the questions, or they can't hear me talking to them. No, they can hear you. You can hear them, but uh, it doesn't go out over the air for some reason. So we're working on that. So it's just blank. When you're talking, they can hear you, they can hear me, they can hear Bob. They just can't hear the caller. So, you know, uh, okay. you know, one of those chess problems. I'm working on my moving my rooks and my, I don't know. We'll figure it out. All right. Well, we'll figure it out. That's fine. Okay. That's fine. No worries. Um, hey, so, so uh, you know, we, we, we were talking about life insurance earlier in, in the email bag question. And I, I also want to, uh, well, this, this actually came up this past week in meeting with somebody you know, a lot of times people ask, do I need these life insurance policies anymore? You know, you're 65 years old. Do I need my life insurance policy anymore? I'm paying three grand a year in this thing. You know, what's it doing? It's building some cash values. So a lot of times you can reach out to your life insurance company, call the company direct, and, and ask them for what's called an in-force illustration. And suppose you've got a, you know, a $300,000 policy, and let's say there's there's you know seventy thousand dollars of cash built up in this thing, and you're sixty five years old. You can simply ask them, hey, you know, if I stop making my premium payments, will the policy stay in force for the rest of my life? And they will run the numbers, they'll crunch the numbers, and they'll send you back in what's called an in force illustration. And and you ask them, say, show me paying no more money going in, and oftentimes they'll report back to you, yeah, you don't have to put any more money into the policy at this point. Save you three grand, and you still have the insurance in in place. So, so you know, think about that. A lot of times, we see a lot of when we're working with clients and we're we're, we're sitting down, looking at their financial plan, and looking at all different uh, scenarios in their plan, and looking at all their assets and liabilities and things. When we get to the life insurance section, this is a conversation that often comes up a lot, and you're able to still maintain the the insurance protection for whatever you 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 need it for but maybe not have to put in any more money, saves you some dollars in your retirement years. Good thing to, to understand and know how to do when you're taking a look at it all. So um, that was one of the things that I that, uh, wanted to, to, to get on. But, uh, hey, give us a ring at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. Municipal bonds, tax-free income, Chris. Muni bonds, right? Yep. Municipal bonds, tax-free income. So... Is there a chance you could pay taxes on your municipal bonds? I suppose. You suppose? Well, here's the deal. The interest that's received from municipal bonds is is income tax free. Okay? So you can have it you can have a municipal bond that's issued in your county and it can be federally tax free, the interest earnings, state tax free, the interest earnings, and if you're in a place that has county tax, even county tax free on the interest earnings. However, at some point down the road, you could actually pay capital gains tax on that municipal bond. Here's what I mean. 
if you take a look at how interest rates have risen over the last year, right, as interest rates go up, municipal bond values tend to go down. If you're looking to purchase a municipal bond now, okay, at a deep discount, let's suppose that the bond normally trades at $100 at the par value, but you're getting it at, say, $94, right? Okay, at some point down the road, it could mature up and you sell it out. You could actually, you could actually make a profit on that municipal bond and pay a capital gain tax. A lot of people aren't aware of that, but that is the case. It's a good thing, okay, because all along the way you've received the tax-free interest, but at the same time, you're still making money on that municipal bond transaction. Again, that is a very good thing when you're always making money for sure, okay? So, so, so understand how that works and the principles behind all of that. You know, municipal bonds, a very good opportunity to get some tax-free income for yourself. It helps against any, any type of taxation in the future as far as Medicare taxes goes and, and, and things around Irma and stuff like that. So municipal taxes bonds. Taxes get really difficult, don't they, as you get a little bit older? And they do get difficult, Chris, especially with the changes here in, in IRA distributions, too. You know, you, you, you take a look at, at before when money from IRA accounts would pass to a non-spousal beneficiary. That beneficiary could have as long as 82.4 years to stretch that income over the lifetime. Now it's been truncated down to just 10 years. So after 10 years, that money has to come out of the account. Okay, so, so you don't get this long tax deferral anymore. Right, and and that's a slippery slope. I wouldn't surprise me to see Congress change that again at some point down the road to to make more money come out in a quicker period of time uh, for for taxation. So so again, tax allocation strategies huge. You know, three three allocation strategies: asset allocation, product allocation, tax allocation. Obviously, asset allocation. Have your money in different places. You know, large company, international, small company, that type of thing. Product allocations, used stocks, mutual funds, bonds, ETFs, whatever they may be, many, many more uh, products as well. And then tax allocation strategies, Chris. Have your money pre-taxed. Have it post-tax on the Roth side. Have it tax-deferred. Have it non-qualified with stepped-up bases, you know, tax-efficient along the way. All different ways to go about looking at it. When you, when you break it all down – and you, you lay it out in a spreadsheet in a grid, there's a lot of boxes to be filled and talked about when it, when it comes to the accumulation of wealth and the managing of wealth, you know, and then turning, that, turning those assets over into uh, dependable streams of income during retirement years, you know, from, from a tax efficient, uh, from tax, and having tax efficiency on it all, right? Uh, there's, there's a lot of different things when it, when it comes to all of that. You know, you take a look at, at real estate investment trusts right now, publicly traded REITs. You know, they're, they're, they're double-digit yields right now on, on these things. And, and so how do you manage that? How do you put that into your portfolio? What's the design of it to turn it into income streams and stuff like that? So lots of opportunity out there. There always is with, with everything. So, hey, in the closing moments here, we've just got another minute left in the show or something. Don't forget to go to uh, my, my blah. Don't forget to go to my <laughs> website, LarryRosenthal.com. Sign up for our, our newsletter. We send it out once a month, uh, and as well as our weekly market commentary. It comes out every Monday, uh, so you can check that out on, on our website. You can also register for our upcoming webinar this coming Tuesday, February 21st, 
from noon to 1 p.m. and then from 6 to 7 p.m. It's going to be, uh, you know, a couple minutes in the beginning on market commentary and updates and things like that. And then we're going to roll right into an educational class on basics and charitable giving. Again, basics and charitable giving. There's no cost for this webinar. You can go to my website, LarryRosenthal.com, and register right there underneath the seminar button. Uh, in addition to that, go check us out on LarryRosenthal.tv where you can, uh, on YouTube, where you can uh, uh, subscribe and get notifications and see how the show's done every week uh, live on, on YouTube as well as other commentary that we send out from time to time. From everywhere in the country, it looks like, yeah? That's exactly right. From everywhere in the country, Chris, that's for sure. So for Bob in the back, great job on the phones today. Uh, and Chris McKay, I'm Larry Rosenthal. Have a wonderful week. God bless, and we'll see you next Saturday with another session of the Larry Rosenthal Show.